0: as always before you listen please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast rate us and stay tuned thank you again for tuning in to research shows podcast and hello this is your girl dom the research shows we are in season three episode 15 so stay tuned all right. Hello, everybody. This is your girl Dawn for Research Shows. We are in season three. Today we have with us Soslin Tiemensen. And he has a podcast entitled Remember God Loves You and I'll Meet You at the Finish Line. Did I say all that correctly?
1: <laughs> yes, you did.
0: Excellent. How are you doing today?
1: Oh Well, I'm doing good because today is a day that the Lord hath made and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it. And God is good all the time.
0: All right. So I remember the first part of uh, what you sent me. You were speaking of being in a military. So can you tell everybody about that a little bit about your experience in the military? Like how long and what branch were you in?
1: Yes. So I. So the funny part was um, I was I retired out out of the United States Air Force, but I joined in as United States Army Reserves. Uh, stationed at 398th Ordnance Company before transferring over to the United States Air Force in 2017.
0: Okay. Okay, so it wasn't that too long ago.
1: Uh, no, and uh, the only reason why I retired was because I had a massive stroke and a heart attack combined at the same time. I almost died from it. So I was Oh my forced- gosh. Yeah, it was a forced uh, retirement. It was like one of those forced retirements, early retirements.
0: Oh my gosh! Like, do you mind me asking? Cause you don't look that old in the pictures. How old are you?
1: Uh, I'm 23. The stroke adds age to you. Oh
0: my God! Like, wait, a so wow. I mean, I'm shocked because you're young. And then it's like, is it the diet or is it stress level? What did they ever like pinpoint what it was?
1: So it was um it was related to the anthrax vaccine. Oh. That's- the anthrax vaccine and all so when you're born so when you're born from a different country, uh, I was born in Russia, Vladikaskov, Russia. And so they don't have very good health care that well, they don't have like any good health care. So when they so when you suffer when you come to America and stuff and they put all these vaccines inside of you, um, you're not very familiar, your body's not familiar with any of it. And so when you go in the United States Air Force or any of the branch of the military and they put more vaccines inside of you your body's really not familiar, so it doesn't know how to react. And so when I went overseas and I had to get more vaccines and stuff, then my body apparently couldn't handle all the anthrax vaccines, different stages of it. And so it just, you know, it shut down on itself.
0: Oh my gosh. Like, I had no idea. Like, I got a family member who um, is elderly and he was speaking of the different shots that he had to be given when he was in the military and You know he's pushing eighty. He got to pushing eighty. I didn't know that this is still what they're doing.
1: Actually, well, did you know? Here's you're gonna get a fun tip about this. So all the new vaccines that are rolled out, you know who they experiment them on? Y'all. How do you know?
0: Because that's what the uncle told. The uncle told me. My it's my husband's uncle. He told me.
1: Yeah, they uh, they test out all the new vaccines and. Uh, they test it all out, and it's kind of a—they test it out on us, and they don't really know how. They don't know the complications of it. It's kind of like, oh, this guy dropped over a heart attack. Okay, well, let's see how many other people you know can drop over. Well, it's like, for instance, uh, you know, with this whole—you know, this whole push for this uh, the COVID vaccine and stuff. You know, it's interesting as a hospice minister. This kind of brings into it and stuff. It's so interesting because. Uh, my stance on it, when you're born in a communist country, you don't have a choice. You know, they give you, you're mandated. And if not, then you get, you know, you face repercussions of it, just like what they're doing in Canada, where they're cutting supplies and stuff and they're cutting your, their resources. So you can't, you're kind of forced to get it. So in Russia, so yeah, in Russia, they can't do the same thing. So I'm like, I came to America to get away from all that stuff. So it's interesting that people ask me, "Well, what do you think about the whole vaccine and stuff?" Because like you used to be in the military, so you can say no, or you could say yes, or something like that. Well, I'm like, you know, if you want to get the vaccine, go go right on ahead. But if you don't want to get it, then you know that's your choice. And the fact is, I believe that some people should get the vaccine and should be not experimented on. But at least when you're dealing with this kind of a, when you're kind of dealing with this kind of like the crisis that we're going through. The last thing you want to do is experiment on our men and women that are in the military, because you have more of them now having heart complications because of it.
0: This is my goodness. <laughs> okay. So you just say like a whole lot of stuff that really intrigued me. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so first I want you to tell everybody and myself, what is a hospice minister? What is that?
1: So what a hospice minister is, uh, for instance, um, you, uh, okay, so it's another. So it's pretty much ordained minister, like your ordained minister. But I tailor more towards hospice. So what that is is that if you have a loved one that's going that's got get the diagnosis of cancer or if you've got like a ill, ter, Ill terminal disease that know that within a matter of time they're going to pass away. Like you're talking about less than a year. That's where I would be called in, and then I kind of walk the family through the the valley or through the valley of shadow of... The grief and kind of say, Hey, this is how we're going to handle this. You know, let me, I'm here for you guys. Let's do this. So that's kind of a minister, but I deal with more people that are passing away.
0: So, like, are you in the nursing home setting or is it just in like the military setting? Like, where does a hospice minister, um, I guess, practice?
1: So, when I suffered, so when I suffered the huge bloat, like major illness and stuff, uh, you know, for instance, a lot of, a lot of so a lot of it's been in the hospital, uh, my like lately it's been in the hospitals and it's also been at home. A lot of, I'm finding out that more and more people are choosing to do hospice at home, so you're yeah you're more home hospice or they're kind of saying hey you know what this is how we do it. That's what I'm kind of talking at or not talking at, but that's what I'm kind of tailoring towards.
0: Oh wow, wow. So okay, so I want I want to talk about this communist stuff. Because this is me, I I'm from America. I do not. I'm. Tr- I know people say there's a huge difference between communism and I guess the opposite of what that is is capitalism, right? But yes. I'm I'm confused. Like how you just said there are repercussions in a communist country for if you decide you're not going to get X Y Z vaccines. But I look at it like, isn't it repercussions here? Like case in point, I just um. I sign up for this thing where we can do studies where they'll pay you to do study, right? And so, no, wait.
1: which one? I did the same. Which study did you sign up for? The the,
0: is, uh, oh no, no, it's a group. It's called SHU, called S h u g h o l l, and they just send you like links for different companies that want to, I guess, you know, I guess, test and see your thought process and X Y Z whatever.
1: Get out. You and I signed thing. up for the same thing. It's but a small this, world.
0: But look, the, you probably will get it before me because what they said was they asked you questions, screening questions. Hey, have you got the COVID vaccine? And I said, no. And they automatically say, no, you can't get it. Even when I tried to apply for um, uh, Amazon, it was like, no. So even though yes is our choice and because I'm an entrepreneur, it's not a, it doesn't exclude me from certain things, but I feel as though they have a slick way. I'm talking about the government of, forcing you to get it even though they're not forcing you quote-unquote to get it so hi this is dawn williams I would like to do this quick ad for Technology for Seniors. I am the founder of Technology for Seniors, and that is a program to help our elderly understand technology. A lot of times they don't even know what kind of phone they have, let alone how to go through certain interfaces and don't even mention social media. So currently we have an app. If you go and look under the research departments, it's right now it's only on Google Play. We have an online curriculum for those who are more advanced who can actually go online. And we have in-person classes for those who need help just getting to the internet. So those are currently available in Southern Maryland. Just visit us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash the research departments or you can call 240-516-6922. You can also text that number and thank you. Have a wonderful day. So well, can, can you tell me like a difference between like me, I feel like I'm ignorant to this in regards to the huge difference between a communist country and what we're looking at with capitalism.
1: So the difference between, so actually, so the difference between the, so what we're seeing, okay. So I love how we're talking about this whole uh, vaccine and stuff because I, so I've been having a lot of health problems now again, and a lot of it's pertaining to the heart because of my time in the military. But every time I go to the emergency room, I, you know, I can't get myself looked at, you know, because I can't get myself, like, I can't say a cardiologist because my cardiologist said, as long as you, once you get the vaccine, then we can treat you. But I said, well, here's all the complications of the vaccine. It's like, but the fact that you're vaccinated, then we can treat you. They're like, the complications might kill you, but you know, it's okay. That's like, as long as we're going to treat you. I said, well, that doesn't make sense. That's you're contradicting yourself. So what well, I've what I'm finding now is with Amazon and with everything else, it's called compliance. You know, the moment it, so for instance, um, you, I'm not, I, this is kind of extreme, but for, um, if you pay your taxes, you know, you're going along with the system, but then you're like, man, you know what? I don't want to pay my taxes. So that, oh, that's a bad, no, that's a bad example. Um, okay. So, oh, go ahead. Okay. So one thing that, Oh, yeah. Free speech. Well, uh, Yeah, free speech is one. Okay. For instance, we have uh, uh, this whole grooming thing that's going on, the grooming uh, and the whole push to it. The fact, it's called brain, not brainwashing, but grooming. For instance, when we have, you have one person going so far left on way far extreme, uh, Mm -hmm. like you could bring up the abortion issue and how-
0: Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking of.
1: Yes. You, you know, where 90 days, if you read Dobbs versus Jackson precisely, you have 90 days after the kid is born to either commit the, to go in and kill the baby, 90 days after it's born. All right. And not a lot of people look into it, but so many people are going so far extreme on it. They're like, OK, well, 90 days, that's OK. You know, as long as it's not more than. But then so many then you have uh, other people saying okay well it can be 15 weeks after so you push that line to where you go all the way through extreme to say okay you know what we'll go it's okay to go 90 days then you're gonna open up the envelope to say okay you know what people that have terminal illness then it's okay you know then you pull up then you kind of open up Pandora's box but how Russia does it though Russia is kind of if you don't do what Russia says for instance if you if you speak out against the government, you know, we have that free speech. You, Russia has it so heavily censored, where you, you speak out, they go after you and they arrest you. You know, and then you oh. go to work camp. But we are. Kind oh, wait, of seeing,
0: wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! What's a work camp? What is that?
1: Uh, work camp is another term for concentration camp.
0: Shut your mouth! Hold up! Wait a minute! <laughs> wait a minute! This is happening in two thousand and twenty-two. You didn't know that? How will we know? Look at how we are indoctrinated in the United States to be shielded from everything in the public school system. Like You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. I guarantee you, I'm going to ask my clients tomorrow when I get to work. I guarantee you nobody knew that. Like That's why I'm asking you what is the difference between communism and capitalism because they don't go in depth. Oh, I hear... Is like when I meet people who are far, I think that's right, the ones who are Republican, when they're far right and they be like, them communists and F them communists. I don't want to hear none of that. I need you to explain to me why it's quote unquote bad. It's not explained. It's not talked about. You see, see what I'm saying? And see, that's the whole
1: thing that frustrates me, you know, with this whole thing. And the sad part is, is that you have universities so I speak. So I spoke at the. I spoke at our. I spoke at a special council. Uh, they're in front of a committee at the, in Wisconsin, because what they're going after is that they're going to revise. So what's going on in Wisconsin is is that I don't know where you're from, but Wisconsin is going under some serious changing regarding the teaching and curriculum. So in Wisconsin, you have there's this bill where they're working on. It's all closed sessions, so I don't really know. But I spoke in front of it, stating that. You know, they're going to start going after people that speak differently. Like, right. So, for instance, a paper saying, hey, you know what? uh, Your professor says, hey, I hate America. You know, that's a per se. Like, I hate America. And you have to say, why do you hate America? But then if I were to say, hey, this is why I love America. So the UW, the professor can turn me in saying that, hey, he went against guidelines because he spoke hate and stuff, and I can get legally charged for speaking differently on because of a paper that I wrote stating that why I love America when I was supposed to write a paper saying why I hate America. So you're not... It's taking that free sense, that free speech away from an individual.
0: So, wait, wait, wait. So this happened in, in Wisconsin?
1: 18 different lawsuits. Over 18 students at UW-Madison have been kicked out and legally charged because they, were, they wrote papers differently so, about, from the professor. But that... But I Hate America is just an example. But they wrote they had like they were trying to think about free speech and stuff. They were talking about, hey, this is why we need free speech. And this is what free speech and the Constitution provides for us. But UW system is trying to mitigate that. And so you Wisconsin is working on a bill to revise the First Amendment in the state of Wisconsin to say, hey, you know what, to kind of uh, uh, break that away to say, hey, you know what, there's only one way of thinking.
0: Yeah, and so that's what brings me back to, and that's I'm in Maryland. Awesome. Yes, I, and I get it. Believe me, I totally understand it, um, what you're saying. Like, and I'm glad, I'm glad you're breaking it down, but I'm in Maryland, so, um, and I homeschool. So, my, my, yes. my, yeah, I do. So, and that's because of the pandemic, and it kind of made me think, like, we could homeschool, and I'm glad we did, because it made me realize how indoctrinated our children are where um, it, it's as, like I just was going over math problems with my son earlier and you could see a panic attack ensuing because you have a time limit on how you can learn math or whatever yeah. it is. And it's only 30, it's 30 students in the class and the teacher only have a set period of time to teach math. And if you don't learn it this one way, oh, well, and we're going to call your mother, you're going to get in trouble. And, you know, if, it's like snowball effect. And what you're doing to children is you're forcing them to guess. Which is yeah. stupid. Hey, it's stupid. Well, you know, absolutely.
1: and hey, you oh, know oh you know what hey, you know, at least you're teaching your kids the math. Look at Wisconsin. They're teaching uh, we actually got rid of our math test taking in the state of Wisconsin because some school districts are getting away from the test taking. Like for instance, if you go to the city of Madison or the City of Milwaukee and all these major cities in Wisconsin, they're actually taking math away because they're thinking that math is racist. And so oh,
0: that sounds like Florida. That sounds yeah. like Florida.
1: Yep. So they're taking they're taking math tests away. And instead they're adding uh, they Wisconsin had a sex, uh, a teacher, parent, uh, teachers conference. And it talked about the different fetishes that the teachers had. So it's called a fetish conference. And so oh. it talked about how, you know, this whole push of, you know, LGBTQ stuff. OK, right. and they're talking about that. And so what the school did and what all these school board members are stating. OK, you know what? I think it's time for students to really we push this upon the students. So now uh, we had over three middle schoolers in Kyle, Wisconsin, get charged to a sexual harassment because uh, they didn't want they were they refused to do their homework regarding like they refused to take a book that had, you know what? Well, your parents are no longer, don't rely on your parents to teach you anymore. We are your teachers, you know, and wow. they handed them a book. So wow. they were all, and they were handed a book of stating all state all these pronouns and stating like 101 genders you can identify yourself with and tell, hey, if you tell your parents that there's fuzzies in our schools, you're going to get charged with sexual harassment. So sure enough, what happened was this three kids went home, 12, two 12-year-olds and a 13-year-old, and they told their parents and their parents told the school board confronted the school board and the school board charged those three kids with sexual harassment
0: oh they like totally reversed it yeah like they flipped it and this is my thing when going back to what you were saying about communism
1: that's communism
0: I'm sorry. And going back to exactly, okay. yes, that, yes, that's communism. But my thing about it is, is that, yeah, we have the option in the United States to quote unquote, sue. But at the bottom line, what I'm saying is the, the fact that it's even allowed. And even in my district where I'm at, I'm in um, a town where when stuff was happening and we tried to complain about it, they basically told us a uh, state doesn't override a uh, county. And federal does over our county. So they literally are saying the state ain't gonna come in, intervene, do nothing. You better do what we say. You see what I'm saying to you? So I get that we have the label of capitalism, but for real, you can't talk a certain way about the government without something happening to you. Now it may not be concentration camp, believe me. But you We're know not there yet. right exactly. But it's you can see it floating to that and, and you know, I know sure. in my in in the African American community. Uh, it's looked down upon if you say you're Republican. I'm neither Republican or Democrat, but I have a Republican client, and she's proud, honey. And the way she keeps saying they're going into communism, and we're not even realizing it. And the more I look, I'm seeing they're forcing things. like, And that went to the vaccine.
1: I had to, Bingo. My clients,
0: I had to tell my clients, and I didn't care how stark Democrat they were. I do I don't give a you know what how you feel. The minute they say hairdressers gotta get vaccinated, I'm shutting my salon down. I do not care. And I mean that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yep. And and see, for instance, you know, and here's the whole thing, okay? I understand like with the whole you know, it's really sick how they like if you look at the bylaws of the whole vaccination and stuff and you know, stating that, hey, you know what, only if you read the Biden's bylaws really close and stuff, and you really understand, you have to read the whole, his new COVID mandate and stuff. If you really look into it, you know what the sad thing is? Is that your VA has the right to turn you away if you do not show proof of vaccination.
0: What What is that? You said, what is it called? The UVA? What'd you say? No,
1: the Veterans Affairs. Has okay. The right. The Veterans Affairs has the right to not treat you if you do not show proof of vaccination.
0: Right. That's what I'm saying. So,
1: but. You see how the, to, oh go ahead. but on the other hand, but here's the whole thing. If you go further down and stuff, if you work for the Supreme Court, if you work the postal south, if you work for the postal office, if you work for the White House, if you work for all these uh, pharma, and if you work for Moderna and stuff, you are exempt from vaccinations.
0: Thank you. See, and exactly that's what that's, I'm saying.
1: That is coming sorry, sorry. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go
0: ahead.
1: Um, see that is see when do you have for instance and one of the biggest one of the biggest uh you know the biggest key takeaways is when you go and you watch all these politicians you watch the the view which i don't like at all because it's like all opinion based Mm -hmm. they say hey you know what you guys vaccinate but i can go around and i can be on all these shows and stuff and it's interesting how you have the elites and all these so-called politicians now i'm saying politicians from both sides and i'm saying people from both sides now this, because that's what ticks me off is that you have both sides trying to show their double standards saying, well, you know what I'm showing, I'm getting the vaccine so you should, but in hindsight, they're just only uh, sp- saying and spewing out words when they're doing it differently. That's what ticks me off. And that's what I hate to say it, but that's what communist countries do. And they creepily do it slowly. So by the time you're like, oh, okay, they do it. But then what happens is that they're like, oh, joke's on you. You can't go outside, but we can, you know, or We can't go find, but you can. It's a double
0: standard. Thank you for saying that. Thank you so much. (laughs) Because I have, like I said, I'm surrounded by people who are both Democrat and then Republican. And the Democrats, and I'm so sorry to say that, well, not really, are more bullying than Republicans. And I'm talking about Black Democrats, where you can't speak differently than what, uh, whatever the politician that's in leadership says, or you're just, there's something wrong with you, they'll go as far to calling you a coon, this and that. If you speak out against anything that doesn't seem right, like, for example, how they just sent $40 billion to Ukraine, I think that that's freaking insane, considering... Oh. You know, we're all the help that we need in this country yep. where, you know, looking at Flint, Michigan, where they're still without water, looking at all these people in trailer parks, and this is people of all different backgrounds, not just yep. particularly black people, white people. And you talking about 40 billion. I just was watching a farmer on YouTube who was talking about how now they're no longer getting subsidies. They basically put them on a back burner where they poor where they can't even hardly grow crops. So normally if you can't grow crops, they'll get you get the subsidies. But yeah. now they basically told them, screw you, and, but you're going to send $40 billion to Ukraine. Even when um, Biden, with, uh, when they came from Afghanistan, they were rolling over these human beings on a tarmac. And one of my clients who's older that was really pro-Biden, I said, you cannot explain how that was acceptable, that they are running human beings over on a tarmac. And we would have never known had it not been social media. You see what yep. I'm saying? So it's, it's the double standard. I'm glad you said that because it's both sides I see. I When I ask both sides, have you listened to the other side? Because they're saying the same thing about you. It's yep. like it's like you're listening to two crackheads argue about their pimp and it's like, what, what are you talking about? You sound yeah. crazy.
1: Well, and, and here's the whole thing. Okay, so the Afghanistan thing, Okay, I am. Okay, tell you the truth. I am very sorry about that subject because I served with one of the 13 I was killed, Hunter Lopez. I served with him. And the fact that he was killed, the fact that, you know, he was one of the 13 I was killed, that struck a chord to my thing because I served with him in Iraq and I mm. served and I went overseas with him. And the fact that all you have to do is you're on the tarmac and all you have to do is just look at your clock and you whisper to your wife, Can we go already? I'm mm. sorry, that is that is unacceptable by any means and the fact mm-hmm. that you and the fact that you left all of our hard work that we spent and mm-hmm. we put blood on we literally have blood in Afghanistan and Iraq the fact that mm-hmm. you just said turn back then said you know what oh you gave a big middle finger to America and say oh you know what we're going to make sure that Taliban gets we're going to make sure, we're going to rely on the Taliban to get all these people out but but then you know they're not going to do it because you know how many Americans are still there? Over thirty thousand Americans. And you know what the Taliban has? The Taliban has the addresses of where they live, their social security number, where they get their things deposited, because the State Department think it thought it was a good idea. And another thing is that forty billion dollars, only you know how much of it actually went to Ukraine? And I went and I read the bill. I read and I looked at the I broke everything down. You know how much actually went to the Ukraine? How much? 350 million dollars.
0: See, thank you. I'm so glad I talked to you today.
1: <laughs> and so, and you know, and you know how much, and you know how much your new salary for your freshman congressman is? You know how, how much, much? they their starting salary now is $1.5 million. And they've raised it up and they have a $255,000 increase up till uh, every qu- uh, by quarter. So they increase up theirs up to $1.5 million, starting uh, effective once this $40 billion went by. And and the fact, and not only that, but then you also have uh, $6 billion going to Planned Parenthood, uh, 39 dollars not 39 but over $7 billion going to gender reassignment uh, surgery programs and grants to give people like that don't have funds and stuff to get gender reassignment. They're going to, over $7.9 billion is going to that one. And then you have a whopping $21.3 billion going to refugees reparations program. So for instance... Anybody that comes up from the border, which I'm very pissed. Are are you unfiltered or?
0: Oh, go ahead. Look, I know how to bleep stuff out. You good. Okay.
1: (laughs) The fact that that we're giving over $2,800 to a, okay, I'm not against illegal immigrants because I'm an immigrant myself, but I can say this. The fact that we're giving an immigrant $2,800 a month just for coming over the border and not only that but we're giving them fifteen hundred dollars in food allowance i'm sorry why don't i get what and the fact that they're becoming like we're making sure that they're well off by giving them free health care and stuff and we're paying for the health through this 21.9 billion dollars the fact that we're doing that is just absolutely awful you know and this is slapping the face saying well you know this is well since you came to america you know you still have to pay all this you know, all these heavy taxes, but I might as well tear up my American documentation and just come up from the border and say, oh, I'm from Russia or just say I'm from Russia or, you know, I came to Mexico and I'm coming up to the border and I could be well off. See, that's what ticks me off It this whole agenda putting America last. And I'm, America's worse off now. There's more division than, you know, you can. I mean, what, I look back on that and say, you know, whatever happened to those JFK Democrats? You know, where you disagreed on something, but the JFK, you, at the end of the day, you went out for ice cream, you know, and you found some kind of resolution and that you were you had the guts to go and sit at a round table and discuss key issues. And then they got things accomplished. But now we have a major issue where they're all at your throats. For instance, you know, being in the military. This whole 2016 election took a huge brunt on my, uh, huge, uh, I got more racism towards this 2016 election than, and I think in a long time being in the military, I had, I, my accommodations were stripped away. My rank was stripped away all because I was from Russia. And because my supervisor, she made a mockery of me. She would throw quarters and pennies at me and say, Hey, why don't you pick up those quarters and pennies you Jew? And stuff and perform. Lord for have us.
0: mercy. Hold up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got a reverse on that. Hold up. It, so she's wait, wait, wait. She calls you a Jew.
1: Yes, and but you're well, not
0: so, Jewish, right?
1: Uh, well, there's okay. So I have because I have like a big nose, and that's what she based it off of.
0: Dear God, you know I. You just blew my whole brain open just now. I'm so they're doing anti. Even if you were Jewish, you see what I'm saying. So yeah. they're th- this is in the military. So we're going into and then what the heck do you do about bullying in so, the grass military? Because they got their own separate court. You can't do nothing. Aren't you stuck?
1: Well, here's the whole thing. Okay, so I she pulled me aside and she I would never now she's like the first thing. Okay, so I'm not. Okay, I you know, as a pastor and stuff, I work with people on both sides. All right. Mm -hmm. But she was but she was a woman of color and she suppressed your mouth. She was, yes. And she's like, the first thing that she came in, she's like, you know what? I want you to say sorry to me. I'm like, for what? She's like, for what your people did to my people. I'm like, what do you mean for what my people did to your people? I'm like, you do realize I'm adopted from Russia. So I had oh, Lord I'm like, so what? so we provided you alcohol vodka oh that's right I'm sorry, we provided you vodka. I didn't know people. why don't you take those bloody Marys Boycott those bloody Marys you know Heavens for wait a wait, a
0: minute. wait, let me ask you this this is the black woman you talking about yes, shut your mouth. you know what and and I don't mean to cut you off. I just gotta say this real quick. I was in um uh, my children were in a school where it was all Spanish in um d c And that was like the pride of best school I belonged to. But I remember they had like a, like a multicultural type meeting one day where they were talking about how we're going to talk, we're going to address racism and whatever. And I remember they put me in a small group and everybody in my group was not from America. Like it was an Ethiopian lady, a Spanish lady. I forgot what, I think a white lady. And then it was just like four or five of us. And we were supposed to talk about a racist experience, which at that time I hadn't experienced because I only grew up around black people. And, the, the two people that were foreign were talking about how they were, you know, I don't know, it was something like either they were spit on or just talked about, you need to go back to your own country. So I'm thinking these were white people who said this to them. No, these are black people. And I've seen it myself where it's us. It's like black people have adopted white supremacy. And, yep. the you know, and where it's like, it, as opposed to us figuring out, and I guess, what, what other choice do we have but to do that? Not to say I do that, but it's kind of like we've basically assimilated to this culture because how we were brought over here and we've become what America is all the way down to the mass shootings and running people over in parades and all that kind of stuff and now we're emulating white supremacy on um in workplaces even my landlords what I was going through people automatically say are they white no these are black people who was tormenting me that was my my um commercial landlord yeah. so you're saying that I think it needs to be clear you that that I think that's not talked about, and how black people do it too, you know.
1: Yeah, and for instance, when you're in the military and when you're in the uniform and stuff, the fact that you have a a, a, a black master sergeant spit on you. did Oh my god. Yeah, it was at Lackland Air Force Base. Okay, he was a black master sergeant, been in for thirty two years. No, uh, E nine. He was E nine, and he went up to me, and he has been in for thirty two years. He went up to me, and this was back during 2020. This was back when pastors were saying, you know, hey, Neil, like, Neil, at the like, uh, famous pastor was, um, what's his name? Uh, Max Licato did a huge event in San Antonio where he bowed down at a black person's feet and said, well, we're so sorry. It was like whole, this whole push of Black Lives Matter stuff and the whole push for it. So the fact that he went up to me and he spat on me, and he was in his uniform, and we, he and I were both in our uniform okay he spat on me he said he's not my president oh, and gosh and he's like and you know what he's like i want you bent he's like i want you to kneel down and kiss my feet
0: oh he's, lord
1: and i said uh i'm like for what he's like well have you seen what your your people did to george floyd who is a brother of mine and oh, i'm like gosh i'm like bro i'm like what I don't know who you are. I mean, I'm like, you do realize where I'm come from? Like, where I, like, you, you know, my name is Soslin. You know, he's like, well, I know your name. Your name is Russia. You're for, actually born in Russia. You, he's like, you're the one that's tried to overthrow uh, the, the United States Air Force by starting that suicide prevention program. I know who you are. Your name went around fast because I did find, I did find a suicide prevention program in the Air Force to bring awareness to mental health and stuff. Apparently that didn't fly very well with certain leadership because it was more of accountability. So it was more of a, he was ticked off about that because I was exposing toxicity technicity and saying that's all like it's people on both sides. But he's like, I want you bend down. He's like, I want you to go on your knees and kiss my feet. I'm like, I am not doing neither of those two things because I didn't do a single thing. And another thing is I'm like, when I'm like, were you born in America? He's like, yes. I'm like, well then you're not, you're not African American you're American. You're a black mm-hmm. American. You're not African. He's like, well, my ancestors were uh, from Africa and stuff. I'm like, but you are, he's like, I have five generations that were American. I'm like, but then you're America. Then I can say I'm a Russian American because I was born in Russia, but immigrated to America. And he's like, oh, I didn't think about that. And then he's like, you know, you're lucky that you're in, you're lucky that you're protected by a military base because if not, I, I'd pop you one. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, well, I will see you, you, sir, have a blessed day. So that reported him. And next, thing you know, he left base because he got reprimanded because you yeah, can't absolutely. say that kind of stuff.
0: You're, yeah, exactly. And um, I just want to go back to what I was saying. And and I agree with what you're saying that, yes, it happens. And that um, I moved from my all uh black area to a uh, majority white area where, you know, it's racism where they're just spitting it in where like it's nothing all up in the school system. And when I had to fight these people, which I wasn't used to on that level, like reporting them and all that, I was, I was, I knew what to do and I knew the blueprint. Why? Because I had to fight my own people in the same manner. You see what I'm saying? I didn't even realize I was already fighting white supremacy within my family, within workplace, within, um, you know, landlord tenant, you know, clients, I was already fighting white supremacy because a lot of times we as black Americans have adopted white supremacist tactics and not even realized it. You see what I'm saying? So when I, when you know, I I already knew how to formulate a paper trail. I knew how to write court motions. I knew how to behave in a certain way so that they can't step me up. Wow, Cause I already fought my own people. Like my whole life, I was already alienated from my own people. You see? So I think that it was just necessary. As you said, what you saying, because People are blinded. I think that I was even blinded to thinking that racism didn't exist at all because I grew up in an all black area. So once I saw it and I'm like, oh, then I saw how people turn their back on you. Like you just said when you tried to do something that was legit, uh addressing people's mental health issues. It of course it's not gonna go over like what you think. That's the American dream that you see on the movies. It's not gonna go over like that. That change happens with fighting. Like it's mental, like, and that's wonderful that you did that, um. But it's going to be resistance to you doing good things. I know that sounds crazy, but it's the truth.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and you know what I also find out, or find, I'm finding out. So you know the, so you know it's interesting how there's reports now with okay, so, you know, it's whole. You know all these like Black Lives Matter, the big push for Black Lives Matter. You know I call that new movement? I call buy large mansions because you know what they've done with over twenty-three million dollars of it? They've bought like private airports, the founders of it bought like five houses, paid off their fathers, paid off their brothers and stuff. So I and now like in Wisconsin, we have a 59 cent tax for Black Lives Matter. But then the Black but the money that gets raised for it goes to the Black Lives Matter founders, which are two women that hate men. And see. They're after, and what it comes down to is that they're after a nuclear family. They're after that a nuclear family that's structured under God, where it's a man and a woman, where they're stating that well, we got to separate that. We got to push this whole BLM agenda onto the people. But then, but the fa- and then not only that, but when they when you have your politicians like in June when they kneel in front of those. Uh, when they kneel in front of those, like they've kneeled in front of the, the Capitol and stuff. They oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember Do you know what those robes represented? What? They represented black slave owners in Africa. Those, that's how they deciphered which one.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, they
1: were black slave owners. And, they, and I'm like, are you flipping serious? I'm like, do you realize what colors you're representing and what those robes mean, actually? They represented certain colonies in Africa that would capture other people, and they were black slave owners. That's what those colors represent. And you have the audacity to st- uh, to wear that? I'm like, this country's gotten really blinded.
0: But yeah, absolutely, because a lot of people don't do their research. Like what you were just saying about them purchasing things with the funding. When I read that article... And then I seen that mansion, one of the mansions, and how they tried to hide it. It was uh like they did like one purchase and then they tried to roll over to another person and roll over to another person, so that it's like layers deep, so nobody would research. I'm like the epitome of arrogance. I think that was really stupid. It didn't make any logical sense because a paper trail is a paper trail. All you yep. did is just stall. Like you actually think you're gonna make a huge purchase. The IRS I'm already in on it. So they already know, and when I say internet, you can't make a purchase over ten thousand dollars without the IRS knowing about it. So how you think you was gonna run some over with a charity, a nonprofit, the way they don't play with nonprofits? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So the arrogance of it all. And then I read something a long time ago where they one of them acknowledged that they were a Marxist um organization. And I yes. I I kept saying, I'm reading this wrong. I, I really was sitting like, I cannot believe that. That's what they're saying, and yeah. so, again, and, and happens, people and happens, don't read. Yeah, yeah, and see, it's not only. And I just
1: want to clarify, okay? It's not only. It's not only BLM. It's Antifa, and it's a Proud Boys, and it's all these other neo-Nazi groups. You know, it's all these other ones that are Marxist groups. That mm-hmm. and see, they all fall under. But see, and that just want, I want to clarify that for your listeners. Okay, I'm not being. Uh, you know, it's not only Black Lives Matter group, but it's all these other way far extremists that are stating hey you know what we gotta go so like um and the sad part is is that they are funded by the democratic party you know Mm -hmm. and and it's really and and there's some far extremist rights that are also funded by the republican party but the Mm -hmm. fact that we have those kind of things going on and that you're thinking that well, we're doing something good, so you're pretty much what the Black Lives Matter organization did, is that they they slapped this under, stating, well, we gotta raise money, we gotta give money to the, the organizations, to these causes. Well, it gave George Floyd's family $23 million, and who knows what they did with that money, and it gave... And not only that, but a lot of people don't look at who George Floyd really was. You know, I don't know if you read the autopsy of his body and what he did the day before he was killed. He he stuck a gun to his ba- baby wife or ba- ba- uh, girlfriend, and she was pregnant, and she and he was threatening her life to, because she wouldn't give him money for his cocaine addiction.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it to me, Boy, it what a like, winner, huh? Right, but when I looked at Floyd and the one Shelvin. They looked like two dope fiends, especially yes. the police officer. The way he was sitting on his neck, I kept saying it He's looked high. like he wasn't... Yeah, he was high. It was clear. And then the subordinates, the other police officers, which some of them was of color, if I'm not mistaken, were well, just...
1: Uh, two of them were black color. Two of them were black and one was Chinese.
0: Yeah, so there, you know, it was just like a... You know how you got one coworker that's above you and you don't want to say nothing. And they probably, it looked like a rivalry. They already knew each other. They worked together, Chauvin and um, uh, Floyd. So they worked together before and then it was a history. And then the way he was sitting on his neck, I said, this looks like two dope things. You know what I'm saying? And I get, yeah, I do think it's a problem with how that happened. I do think that it's it's ridiculous and it outlines something that's going on in America in regards to uh, police brutality. Yeah, they they might have picked somebody that had a checker background or whatever. But I I mean, the whole thing about these charities and all these different kind of things, it's money that mm-hmm. is behind a lot of these things. And to go back to the abortion issue which you were talking about earlier, the lady who was in Roe versus Wade, because that Roe is uh, the lady, and then Wade is supposed to be, I think, the prosecutor for Texas. They were saying that, oh yeah, I read that, Remember when she switched sides? Remember she was first, you know, pro-choice. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she just, now she's pro-life, right? Because she said she made a mistake, right? Yep, yep. They paid her. It came out that the Republican Party, and she said it. I think she said on her deathbed that the Republican Party paid her to be pro-life. So it makes you think like, that where she got bought off of that, where she paid off for the initial one. So, it's a lot of these issues that we see in money. Money is the common denominator. And when you introduce money into it, you never know if integrity has anything to do with the underlying cause for why somebody starts something. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yep. Well, it's it's like all these, like, um, it's like all these climate change garbage, you know? Oh, you got to work. No, okay. I understand we have to take care of the earth and stuff. It's like, uh, it's like the whole green new deal. Oh, well, we got to go everything to electric. Well, later in DiCaprio, who I have no, I mean, he can, you know what he can do? He can jump off a bridge because he's telling us, well, we got to save the planet. We got to save the earth. Well, he has three yachts and he brags about how he has yachts and he's driving like a big old diesel Jeep thing and he and the funny part is he actually ran into a prius and he's like oh whoops and people are like wait i thought you're pro like i thought you're for environmental stuff and you have all these i mean if you're and this brings on to another touchy subject if you are environmental okay if you're so cold hey we gotta worry about the earth we gotta worry about the earth why don't you live like it stop living like as if hey stop telling us hey you know what we gotta cut things out so we can be friendly to the earth. But, oh, wait, behind closed doors, hey, I have three airports, I have four houses, and I have five yachts and a bunch of diesel trucks that gas goes over, everything else. See, it's that whole – and it's that kind of a communist Marxist ideology. Well, as long as I can tell them one thing, they'll, they'll comply. They'll listen to what I have to say, so they're going to comply while I just take things away. You know, I, I hog it. You
0: know, and then, and also in that depends on your support system, because if everybody around you is not checking you, you see what I'm there saying? You then you're going to live and then you actually start believing your own lies. And that goes on all different levels. You can be all the way poor. I've seen it with nothing. And if you have tricked everybody into being too scared to say something to you, you're going to just float into this totally alternate universe of, you know, do as I say, what is it? Do as I say, but not as I do, you know? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, um, this has been really interesting. I'm happy to have to have you back on because we look, <laughs> we can talk this, for hours.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, you know what? I am so glad that, you know, and it's interesting because, you know, as being uh as a, pre, as being a person by faith and stuff, as being a podcast, I have to be very careful of, and I have to be very careful of, you know, of what I have to say because I have clients, but like, but I—that's why I have my own podcast. But you know, I'm all open. It's not an open book. But you, hey, next time we're on, we should see how—you should see how people treat you when you campaign, when you decide to become a campaign staffer for them, and how they really treat you. That'd be another episode because I got screwed over heavily.
0: Oh, we're gonna talk about that. Look, when we get off, I want you to schedule yourself again for like next month. We could do this reoccurring because this is wonderful. Yeah, oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So look, before we end this one, and then I. I don't want you to hang up because I've I got something else I have to tell you. But when, before we finish, I want you to tell everybody, repeat the name of your podcast again. Okay. And then how can they locate it? Give us your com or whatever else you would like to say.
1: OK, so I am. So I founded a podcast called Remember God Loves You. And I'll meet you at the finish line podcast. Um, if you go on your Apple, Spotify. Um, I recently got an Apple podcast. Uh, P- Apple podcast and Spotify podcast. Uh, I'm on there as if you just put SOS LA I pop up. I think I'm on the first pop-up and it has my picture on it. Uh, and it's, it should read. Remember God loves you. And I'll meet at the finish line. I upload daily. Um, it's a word of encouragement during this troubled times in our world. It's a, uh, it's a way to encourage you and to uplift your day. While there's, we hear so many things and that's depressing on the podcast or even on the radio. So give her a listen. Put a smile on your face and give you uh, encouragement, give you challenges each and every day to strengthen your faith and get closer to God. Because we are all running this race of life.
0: I like that. Go ahead.
1: And when we cross that finish line, just imagine you right now running and you're crossing that finish line and you get to run into Jesus's arms. And he says to you, well done, my good and faithful servant. And here's your crown. You receive the crown of glory. And that's how we do it.
0: All right, thank you. So, everybody, make sure if you want to listen to um, his podcast, he just said where to locate it. And if you want to catch any of our podcasts where we interview p- entrepreneurs on Thursdays and on Mondays, we're going to have a morning show. Uh, you can go, you can see us on iHeartRadio, YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Just visit our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash research shows podcast. And everybody, have a wonderful day on purpose.